Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to another week of Cream in Your Coffee, hosted by yours truly, Katie, and I can already hear Anna and Simone in the background, so I'm sure you will also be hearing them soon. Now, without further ado, let's dive right on into this week's motherfucking episode. Honestly, aside from the very cold, very not summer-like weather that we've gotten so far since the last time I spoke to you guys, it has been a pretty good week. I really can't complain. You know, um, I did have a minimal COVID scare, went in for my third nose fucking, and it came back negative. So super stoked about that. Be safe out there, my friends. You never know what might happen happen. Uh, Now, I got really scared today. I told you guys last week I ordered my chair for my living room. I was trying to, you know, upgrade my life. So I ordered a new chair and I ordered it on the 27th of April and it said it was going to get delivered on May 6th. Now, May 6th is Thursday and that was going to be perfect because I typically work Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Now, as usual, I record this episode today's Tuesday. I go to check my tracking information because it's the 4th. May the 4th be with you. And I'm like, it hasn't even fucking shipped yet. Nor have I gotten, like, I got the confirmation email that I, like, made the order. But no confirmation that it shipped. You know, you know what I mean? And so I was like, okay. So I'm, like, clicking on the tracking information. It's saying I have no orders. And then I go into, like, I log into my, because I ordered it from Walmart. I log into my, like, Walmart portal. And I go to my current, like, or, like, previous orders. And it's saying I have not made any orders. I'm getting all sorts of confused because realistically, like, when was the last time you ordered something and it shipped one day and you literally got it, like, the next day? Never. Fucking never. And if you did, if you have had that happen in the past, then fucking send that link my way regardless of what you bought. I would like to know (laughs) who, what, when, where, and why you got your meal so goddamn fast. So, anyway, so I call walmart i'm like okay i've actually never ordered anything from walmart before not even groceries so i'm like i don't really know how the customer care line is um especially because you didn't like buy from a specific store necessarily right like it's an online thing so i call i'm like hey i have a tracking number but it's not really a tracking number and like i'm confused because i see the charge on my credit card like pending but like explain the whole situation and the guy was super nice so shout out to walmart for like an 8 p.m phone call on a fucking Tuesday and they still answered but um he was super nice and he said it's super likely that I'll still get my chair um this like the time it says and to make sure that if I don't get it by the end of the day on the 6th or you know whatever day I was supposed to get it um to give them a call and then they will try and rectify the situation but the reason that the tracking number is not working is because it hasn't shipped yet and yes he has definitely seen it before where a lot of people order stuff and then it ships and they get it back the same day and that's because it actually comes from the Walmart that's closest to you that has the item. So it's very likely, like thinking of it that way, it's super likely that if it ships on Thursday morning, I would get it Thursday by Thursday evening because like Kingston is fairly small. It's not like they're delivering in fucking Toronto or Ottawa. You know what I mean? It's not a million orders getting pumped out. And like, who knows? Who knows how many orders are going out that day? Do a lot of people order fucking things from Walmart? Would that go out with the grocery delivery? Or would that, no, that must go out in like a truck, like the Walmart delivery trucks. I don't know. I'm curious to see if I'm like physically here and I can see out my window what kind of truck they deliver this in. I will update you guys next week to let you know. Anyways, but yeah, I just wanted to let you guys know what was going on with that because I am really excited. Um, Obviously, I won't be able to tell you how it looks because I won't get it until the day after this podcast comes out. Uh, (laughs) But 
That being said, I will let you know how the delivery process goes with Walmart. But so far, it's been going peachy keen because they were super helpful. And the guy, like, you know, was laughing with me. Like, yeah, I get I get why you're confused. <laughs> and he wasn't just like, could you just fucking wait to get your order, you know? Um, so great customer service. Super happy with Walmart. Um, so far, I would give it a, like, 9 out of 10 because I'm confused a little bit. That's the only reason why. Um, but, yes, post-delivery, I will let you know exactly how I feel about that. Okay, sorry, we had to take like a very brief intermission there because for the first time in about over a year, I put self-tanner on myself. So I've been just basking in that for eight hours. And right after finishing recording that segment to start, um, the alarm went off saying I had to take a shower because I wasn't paying attention to it. So did not want that shit to overdevelop. We didn't want to have another tan hands save lives situation. So popped in the shower and rinsed that motherfucker off. Now, I know I've talked about self-tanning before. But, like, I always just, I don't know, the weather's been such shit out there. Otherwise, I would love to just lay outside in the sun. But, like, because it's been so gray and overcast and the UV has not been very high and it hasn't been very warm either. Like, no one wants hard nips while they're trying to fucking bask in the sun. You know what I mean? Um, But, yeah, my tan has been fading and I figured now would be the best time to do a little self-tanner on top since the tanning salons are still closed um, and also because that, that natural tan is still under there. So if I do have any weird streaks or awkward situations with the tanning mitt since I hadn't done it in too long, then at least it would like naturally blend in with my natural tan. So hopefully we do well. Um, it always I always kind of get like discouraged after I do the self-tanner because by the time you get to that eight-hour mark, with especially with the darkest, um, I just use the, the Saint-Tropez with the little tanning mitt. Uh, <laughs> But, like, once you get to that eight-hour mark with the darkest bronzer, I mean with any of them, but especially with the darkest bronzer self-tanner, you're pretty much washing, like, it's not the consistency of tar, but it's the color of, like, a black tar. Um, It's just that the DHA, that delayed bronzer that you're putting on your skin, starts oxidizing, so it's reacting with the air, and it starts to turn that darker color. Very similar to... Um, if you don't use the tanner after you've opened it and then it expires because just like any other, um, cosmetic or like beauty product, it does have an expiry date on it. Um, but y'all have seen, like, I think there's TikToks and stuff. There was a couple that went around for a little bit there and people were like, oh my God, like this is so gross. And it's like, okay, well it's super fucking expired. That's why it looks like that. Like that's pretty normal that a product would change color, especially with those chemicals in it because self tanner does have, you know, chemicals to a degree in it, no matter which one you're using, because you are putting a substance on your body that's just common sense right so anyways it goes from this like brown bronzed golden tan color that you're putting on your skin to after that eight hours like I was saying it oxidizes and it turns into this like almost greenish black color um just with the oxidization that's going on which doesn't look horrible but like it's not (laughs) I remember when I worked at um the last restaurant that I worked at, this girl, I loved her. She was so sweet, but she would put her um, self-tanner on and then come into work. And I mean, if you're working a night shift, you're, you're, the lighting in the bar that we worked at was very like um, muted and like low, obviously, because you want to like have that ambiance. But she would throw the self-tanner on and then like let it dry and then come and come into work wearing it. But it would be so streaky and she was just so pale initially that like we were like, girl, like I remember me and one of the other bartenders we were both just like, oh my God, babe, like what happened she's like no no no. I, I need to wash it off when I get home I'm very aware that like <laughs> but like I don't think she thought anyone would be able to see it but when you went back into like the server area 
it's like the really harsh lighting. It's not that ambiance lighting. So we're like, oh, like, like, holy fuck, what's going on here? And she's like, no, 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 I'm aware it does not look good. I just, <laughs> I'll be washing it off later. So like you let it develop, but like at least that almost turns a more orangey color. The shit that I use, fuck, like it's super dark. It's still a skin color, I guess, but like when it has that streaky look to it, when you haven't washed it yet and it's really set in there, God damn, it looks, it's not a cute look. Um, but that being said, it's so dark. Like when I showered, the water was literally going down the drain, this, that dark black color because you're washing the bronzer off um, and letting it just set into your skin. Now I'm all moisturized. I'm feeling good. But your skin goes from being that color to just not, not being so dark. And it's kind of, oh, banana. I'm actually, oh, it's in the same spot. She didn't go, oh, you're fine. It's a doggo in the hallway alert. Um, but your skin goes from being that color to your normal skin color. And you're like, did I not fucking get a tan? I'm very confused. <laughs> but realistically, like by the time this actually sets in. So, I mean, I believe I've spoken about it before, but once water hits it, it stops the process. You're not going to get any darker per se. But that's why you have ones where you can use them and it's like one hour is the light, two hours is mid-dark, and three is the darkest because it's like the longer you leave it on, it's going to develop more. And if you shower at that one hour mark, it won't develop as much as if you leave it on for the three hours. So that's why they call it a, that's why they call it a delayed bronzer. Thank you for the punctuation there, Anna. Thanks so much. <laughs> Anywho, my point is that I showered and then I'm like discouraged because I'm like, I feel like I was a lot darker than I was before and now I just don't feel dark at all because you've washed off this dark layer and it looks light again underneath but realistically by the time I wake up tomorrow it will be nice and dark and um honestly I can already see that my hands are already a little bit of like that orangey hue you don't want not on the palms which is good but because I've been using so much hand sanitizer at work and my hands are a lot more dry than they typically are I probably should have like really laid on the moisturizer before I did the pre-tan or the self-tan sorry um I did make sure though today so when I did my prep for my self-tan it's probably the most efficient I've ever been for a self-tanner um typically I'll like oh I shaved this morning and then like a couple hours later I do it and like I know I've said before that like that doesn't really prep you for a self-tan I will make sure I moisturize usually but like today I got up I did what I had to do in the morning and then I came home and I was like well I have to stay home anyways so I exfoliated and shaved me legs and all that fun jazz and then I got out of the shower did a thin layer of moisturizer and I made sure not to use one that was going to block um, any of the bronzers that I was putting on with the self tanner because that can like fuck up your tan imagine putting like oil into water kind of thing like it separates shittily um, so I didn't want to put on a moisturizer that was going to do that so I just put on a very thin layer of a very absorbent moisturizer let that sit for a couple minutes and then I like did not even sit down I like stood the whole time let it dry and absorb and then slap that self tanner on my fucking body yeah and then I chilled for eight hours took a hefty afternoon nap and enjoyed every second of it and then washed it off so I should have probably moisturized my hands more though but I will make sure to moisturize during the process which as we've talked about before has it's it's already that's that's just a step that you have to do after you self tan, even tanning like naturally, you definitely want to moisturize. But if you're doing self tanner, you want to make sure you're moisturizing. So you're not having that peeling, um, or like, I don't even know. There's another word that some people use, but like, I wouldn't really say peeling, but the, the effect that you get when typically <laughs> you start getting patchy, that's, I think what we're looking for. The self tan starts rubbing off in areas that are like more, 
high volume areas. Like if you're wearing, you know, the same socks every day for a work uniform or something like that, and it's rubbing on that, it's going to rub the tan off that because it's not a natural tan. So moisturizing will help with things like that. Um, it'll also help to elongate your tan as well so that you don't have to reapply as often. So yeah, no, this episode was not supposed to be about self-tanning, but since I got interrupted with the self-tanning shower, I guess we talked about it for a hot minute. And you know what? It just seems right because we started this show off originally like over a year ago with the Tan Hands Save Lives episode, like episodes one, two, or three. I can't, it wasn't one, but two or three. So we may as well do a full circle and just pop in with a little self-tanning update again, right? So next week, I'll update you on how that turns out after I've slept all night and it's... <laughs> bronze me up and I'll let you know if I had any mishaps with my face, hands, or feet because those are always the areas that I and most people typically fuck up and also if I missed anything on my back because I'm definitely not as flexible as I used to be since I'm a fucking loser now and I do nothing. (laughs) Anyways, let's move on here. Moving on. So we'll just segue from self-tanning into something I've made note of because I remember to do notes again this week, guys, so I still have talking points instead of me just being like, uh-huh. Um, I didn't research anything this week, though, so you're really not going to learn much other than my random knowledge that you probably, like, who the fuck cares about self-tanning knowledge, but, like, now you do because you just heard it. So if it wasn't something you knew before, you're welcome. You're going to learn today. <laughs> Anyways, my segue there is that... With COVID, this is one of the only good things about COVID, I will say, is that it's making the self-tanning and ordering food situation a lot easier because we've all heard before in the past where I ordered food and then I had to go and I got the food from the delivery driver at the door, even though like you've already paid through the app, but they like hand it off to you to make sure you get your food because it wasn't all contactless before this, you know, whole other world. But um, I would have self-tanner all over my body and my face and I would look all streaky and disgusting because I'd be in like hour four or five and the people were like, oh, like, are you okay? Are you sick? Because like, I only see them for two seconds. They don't know I'm self-tanning. Like, do you have leprosy? Am I going to die from coming into contact with you? (laughs) Anyways, but that's like, that's the only thing that this has kind of fixed because with the contactless delivery, I just get a buzz at my door or like a notification on the app that my food is at the front door. And then I whip on out to the front door, grab my food and come back in. And I did not need to see a single goddamn person except, you know, people that are in my building, but they've seen it all. So whatever. Um, I did, you know, I found out today that one of my neighbors is actually moved out. Um, it surprised me because I know she got really, really inexpensive rent. Um, it's the apartment right below me. If anyone's interested in Kingston in a fun apartment that they are renovating from top to bottom, because that, um, she has lived there, her mother lived there prior to her. Um, so like at least 13 years. So it's getting a nice little remodel. Um, and as I've said before, my rent is super fucking cheap. So I'm sure the rent down there will be a little bit more expensive now that they are doing the renos, but it's a great location downtown. If you want to live under me and hear my weird shenanigans and my dogs bark when people walk in the hallway, then, you know, hit me up and maybe we can, uh, be neighbors. But yeah, I found out she moved out and they've also been doing some construction in the hallway up here. So there's just been a lot of commotion in the building recently. And I have been like coming into contact with more people than typical because of like them doing the the labor, you know what I mean? Like going in and out of the building. Um, So they've definitely been seeing me doing weirder shit because I just really have not been giving a fuck, you know, because it's COVID. That's just just where we're at. I don't know. Sorry, I keep like not. So because of this, this will make sense too. Like I wasn't able to record earlier in the day because there was a lot of banging going on in the apartment underneath me. So y'all would have heard that. And then you also would have heard the dogs are pretty good about it, but like you also would have heard them barking here and there with the people coming in out of the building. So 
Due to that, I now have had to record this later in the evening and instead of being all creamed up with my coffee, I'm all baked up with my edibles. So it, <laughs> I'm still having a good time, but my thought process is a lot slower than it usually is. Like I still feel like I'm talking as quickly as I normally would, but it also feel oh, but it also feels like it's kind of lagging if that makes any sense. I'm going to re-listen to this another time when I'm not baked. I'm going to be like, what the fuck was I doing? What is the fuck? Hi, banana. Anna's also doing super well. So last week when she had her checkup, they said to just continue to moisten her food or give her wet food for another seven days after her dental surgery where they extracted those teeth out of her little jaw. So um, as of today, we are looking at day seven again, and we are back to some solid foods today. She's loving that. But honestly, it's kind of crazy. It makes me wonder how long um, those teeth that they extracted that were pretty bad had been bugging her. And it makes me kind of feel bad. Like I should have noticed a bit sooner. Um, but there just weren't any signs. And like even the vet, when they had checked their teeth prior, like she always goes in for her normal checkups, if not a little more. And um, she hadn't noticed anything either. So like as I said, they only thought they were going to potentially have to extract one tooth. And when they got in there with the x-rays and everything, it was like, oh shit, we need to take some action here. So it does make me feel bad that I didn't um, catch on to that sooner. However, obviously like the professionals did not know either. So I gotta, gotta give myself that credit a little bit. Like I shouldn't feel too bad. But uh, anyways, her jaw is not doing that weird little shiver thing that I had mentioned a couple times. Like she didn't look like she was in pain or make any noises, but she, I, I just haven't seen her do that um, since her surgery. Um, other than of course, when it was like healing and stuff, but now like it's weeks past and I still haven't seen that specific movement, which makes me feel like that's what was causing it. And also makes me feel better that she's clearly no longer, maybe not in pain from it, but like irritated from it. And, um, I don't know if it's just cause I was given her heaps of love after her surgery. So she's like, just kind of rotated back into this, like, not that she was never the alpha, but like, you know what I mean? Simone would sit on me and and I just like, it was like she didn't have the energy or care to try and get close to me if Simone was going to bark at her. Now she, like right now, Anna's sitting on top of me and Simone's sitting beside her and they're just chilling. It's almost like maybe Simone had been like irritating her jaw somehow if she was like sniffing around her mouth when they were playing. And maybe Anna, who's not usually violent, did nip at her a couple times, like a serious nip because she had been irritated by the, by the teeth. Maybe, like, I don't know. Maybe they just weren't getting along as well before because of that. But, like, Anna has been snuggling a lot more. She seems, like, it's not like she wasn't happy before. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like, she's a lot happier. She seems more inclined to snuggle closer with her sister and with me. And she's, like, you know, claiming her spot back again. And she's like, I want to sit with mom today. I don't really care, Simone, if you're on her already. Like, I'm also going to sit here. We can share. Because sharing is caring, friends, as we've spoken about before. But yeah, Anna's doing well, so just a little update on that. A few of you did reach out, so thank you. But um, yeah, she's living her best life. Hey, oh, she's just such a sweet little angel baby. Yeah, I'm talking about you, you sweet little angel baby. Oh, okay, I mean, I got this off before I go on a huge tangent in my dog voice, and you guys are like, dear Lord, and that's where I lose all of my listeners. <laughs> So our funny moment of this week, now I can laugh at it now. And honestly, I was having a good day when this happened. So I wasn't really too bothered by it when it happened other than the fact that I'm like, wow, what a fucking shitty waste. But I'm going to return it and hopefully they don't question it because like, okay, I'll explain. So I go to work. Let's say it was Saturday. I go to work. 
I work all day. I'm wearing my mask at work. I come home. So when I walk out of work, I'm still wearing my mask. I'm just in the habit of wearing it because I have it on all day by the time I get to my car. You know, also because then if you're walking by people, you're just being conscientious of their safety by keeping your mask on outside. But yeah, I get in my car and I take my mask off and I put my purse like on my passenger seat. I'm like, wow, my car smells really good today. Like, okay. And then I'm like, well, I did just put my jacket back on. And when I sprayed my perfume this morning, I sprayed it with my jacket on. So maybe like it just was still lingering on my jacket because you know women's perfume usually like feels like it evaporates in two seconds so maybe because I wasn't wearing my jacket around at work like the smell of my perfume stayed on it I don't know but I was like really enjoying it and I was like wow what a nice scent go home enjoy my evening go to bed don't think anything of it forget it happened so Sunday morning I wake up and I go to open my purse to like you know get myself ready for work again for the day and I'm like wow this smells really good again like I'm getting a bit of a waft of that scent and then I reach into my purse and I pull out my brand new perfume bottle that I had tried the day before for the first time and there's no goddamn lid on it and it's literally spilled all over the inside of my purse like and I don't get automatic deposit from my work we don't have that for our paycheck so like it's all over my work paycheck like (laughs) it's all over everything I mean I think the only saving grace was that because I like found it and really acknowledged what was happening the day after, like it had dried. So it's not like I was pulling things out of my purse that were like sopping wet with like smelly perfume, if that makes any sense. So that was the only saving grace on that. But like, I'm pissed off. The design of the bottle is just like, first of all, the like, I don't know, the mer- like marketing style. Cause like, I don't, I don't even fucking know. There's like a sheath on the outside of this perfume bottle and that in itself is not even connected to the bottle so then I pulled that off and I'm like hey there's still like design on the bottle so I think maybe that fucked up them putting the lid on because I obviously didn't screw the lid off of the bottle after it came in the mail just I don't know I'm annoyed um so that maybe played into the defectiveness of it but then like the lid was just completely off and I don't mean like oh the lid of like the spray nozzle I mean like it was unscrewed in all over there was not a drop left in this fucking bottle so this is something that I bought through Sephora. I've never actually had to return something to Sephora online before. Um, but I'm just, the reason I said, I hope they like don't question it is because I hope they don't think, cause I'm sure someone's done it somewhere that they like order a perfume because perfume is expensive as fuck. And then, um, they pour it into another bottle and then send it back and say it was broken. Um, because like, there's no way for me to like prove that it's a defective bottle, but I'm sorry if I just bought this and it came in the mail a day before or like a, few, a week before and then I just opened the box and use it. Like something fucked up there. I don't think it should have been coming. There shouldn't be 14 parts to a perfume bottle. That's just too much. <laughs> I know I'm not a beauty guru, but that's just too much. Uh, anyways, so like it's a great scent. But now at this point, like it's been so overbearing because I love it's in my like one of my juicy couture purses that I it's like one of my everyday purses. And I really don't know how to clean out this purse because it has like pleather on it. So I can't throw it in the washing machine. It's not like it smells bad, but it's just a very overbearing smell of this entire bottle of perfume. You know, imagine like the equivalent of when someone in like elementary school or middle school or high school, whatever, like one of those boys that would spray Axe all over themselves and it would follow them around everywhere all day and linger. It's like that, but with expensive female perfume. So like I have a headache all the time, but I smell really good. So... (laughs) kind of a win-lose situation for me at this point but now I don't really want to buy the perfume again for a while because I've just like I don't know the smell is just taking over my life it's making me sad but I'm gonna try and do the return it seems like a pretty easy process I do definitely need to buy a printer because this is like the third situation in a few weeks that 
I've needed um, a printer and I just haven't had one. So I just have to print off this return label, send it back, and apparently I'll get a refund. But like, I don't, like, I don't want to exchange it. Like I said, I don't really want the same perfume because now it's all I've spent or all I've smelt and will smell for the next fucking month of my life. <laughs> but in that situation, I guess I could use maybe baking powder and hydrogen peroxide and just spray the inside of the purse. I guess, well, it's a liner. I could pull it out and it would still be like attached at the top, but I could use my upholstery cleaner on the inside. That would probably help. That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. Yeah, because if anyone has any ideas on how to clear the smell of perfume out of my purse without making my purse disgusting or smell like something else, then send it my way, please, and thank you. But yes, that was my funny moment for the week. Like I said, I was in a good mood when it happened and I had like already had my morning coffee and I was just like already set and ready to have a positive day. So I wasn't, I was like, wow, this really fucking sucks. But I wasn't like angry or pissed. You know what I mean by that though? Like, you know, when you're already in a bad mood and then your like belt loop gets stuck on a door handle, like that kind of pissed, that annoyed piss that you get, that didn't happen. And typically that would have happened for me. So, you know, I'm in a good mindset when that happens. Um, but yeah, that was my funny for the week because I laughed at it when it happened and I'm laughing about it now. Um, because you know what shit happens and (laughs) sometimes you just got to roll with the fucking punches, right? Um, now (laughs) I will give you my win for the week. This one's pretty exciting since I've been updating you guys on my parking ticket situation, but, uh, I did get a letter in the mail and I was like, how? How city of Kingston, how do I have a letter in my fucking mailbox with a parking ticket? Because like, I'm well aware that I probably have parking tickets that I have to pay like on my sticker or my license plate or whatever. But as for up to date tickets that I've gotten, like, as we all know, I've spent well over $500 in the last few months on parking tickets. Oh, that makes me want to throw up just thinking about it. Anyways, but like I am up to date on, on those. So what the fuck? So I get one, it was only one. So I go and I'm like, I'm just going to pay it right away. We're just going to get through this shit. And I go onto the city of Kingston pay, you know, website and I type in the ticket number and lo and behold, this bitch has already fucking paid it. Mama was ahead of the game. Let me tell you, that was an extra $41 that I fucking saved that day. So so that was my win for the week. I'm getting a little bit closer to actually renewing my sticker, although I'm pretty fucking certain that Service Ontario is closed right now. Like, I don't think it's essential, although I don't fucking know. That's like, okay, I've been wanting to go to the dentist forever, and I thought that they were not, like, technically essential during the stay-at-home order for just, like, a regular checkup. It's not like I need, like, a root canal or something, you know, if I'm not in pain. So I've been holding off on this because now is the best time to go. I mean, it's not like I'm working as often as I typically am, right? And then I just got told yesterday or a couple days ago by the lovely Tarika that, like, well, that's an essential service. You can still make an appointment. Well, fuck me. I apparently, I don't fucking know what's going on. Bro, I just, I just live here. I just work here. I don't know what the fuck's happening. So yeah, if there's anywhere else that I possibly didn't know was open because of, you know, I thought it wasn't essential and you guys have some connections, fucking hook me on up, baby. I'm interested. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. (laughs) Jesus. But yeah, that was my win for the week and I was really happy. I was considerably happy that I seemed to be on top of my motherfucking parking tickets. That's got to count for something. Hashtag adulting. (laughs) Okay, so I'm not usually one to like touch on pop culture too much, but this one actually, um, it it intrigued me. So if you guys do follow um, Billie Eilish at all, like I said, I'm not really one to follow her too much. I do just know that like, 
things I know about Billie Eilish that I don't actually know. These are just like speculations that I've picked up from podcasts and other people. So they're not facts. They're just things I've known or heard, you know? So these are the things that I know. She is like pretty much like the not new Lana Del Rey, but like she's like in that kind of genre. You know what I mean? Like everyone used to say, or a lot of people used to say that, you know, Lana Del Rey like walked so she could run kind of thing. Like she opened up like the world to that genre of music and being more accepting to that, especially with all these like pop groups and, and shit. I don't know. That wasn't articulated very well, but like I said, I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Um, and the other, other thing that I do know is that she like vowed to hide her body for quite a while because um, like she just didn't want people to ogle her, I suppose, and like sexualize her, which was completely valid because she was literally a child um, when she became famous, right? So everyone kind of, or I keep saying everyone, that's just a broad term, but people definitely speculated um, for a lot of reasons why she did this, but I do respect her choice mostly because it's her body and her decision and I have no fucking bearing on anyone else's bodily choices or anything at all, realistically, it's your fucking life, live it how you want. Um, but I was like, you know what? I respect that because you want to be respected and liked for your music and for your art, as opposed to the fact that you've got like big tits or you look a certain way or whatever. So she always had this very particular style. Now, recently she was in, I believe it was British Vogue. Um, but yes, one of the Vogues, um, she did a cover shoot for, and she looks absolutely gorgeous. We did see her hair change from this like green black look that she had prior, um, very grunge to this blonde. And now we see what's going along with it. So she did this beautiful lingerie shoot for Vogue and it's this old pinup style too, which makes it even better. And I think still goes along with her like image. I wouldn't even call it her new image, but like still very on brand for her in a way. Um, so anyways, there's this article that was released on May 3rd and I don't know, I got really frustrated just by the headline and I did see it going around and that's how I found it. And I was like, wow, this is really fucking annoying. So the headline is proof that money can make you change your values and sell out. Billie Eilish shocks fans by swapping baggy clothes for lingerie in vogue, despite years of vowing to hide her body. Who the fuck made this headline? Actually, I could tell you. Laura Fox, well, allegedly made this headline. I don't know if her boss made the headline for her article or whatever. I don't want to completely throw her under the bus. But what the actual fuck? How about, and this is what the thing that I saw going around. Um, so someone has crossed out the first and the last line of that. So they've changed it to proof that women can change their minds and reclaim their autonomy over their bodies. Billie Eilish shocks fans by swapping baggy clothes for lingerie in vogue despite years of being an actual child. That's a more proper headline. I love these little memes and shit that are being sent around when people change the headlines to like what it should have actually been, like taking out the parts of like, like why can't it just be like man walking down the sidewalk saves other man instead of ex-convict man saves other man? Like why does that need to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why do those things need to be highlighted in these articles so I really this this is why this pisses me off it's I don't know oh oh sorry I just got a very interesting text message wow um yeah it just it throws me off because the fact that the media can twist things like this so much like that's very fair. Like I said, she was a literal child. She didn't want to be sexualized. Um, aside from the fact that women are allowed to just not want to be sexualized in ge- like in general, the fact that she was a literal underage child prior to this should play into that as well. 
she was taking it upon herself to not be sexualized and just completely cover it up and be respected for her art. And instead of being praised for this change and owning herself and changing because people are for all like forever changing. Think of fucking Miley Cyrus. How many times did she go through a fucking change for whatever reason? But like, you don't look the same. Katy Perry. Okay. Like you're allowed to grow and change. So they're, they're, oh, oh. Anyways, like I said, I don't follow pop culture very often, but it's things like this that are just kind of like, they make me shake my head. Like, what the fuck? I don't take headlines like this very seriously, but like, if you're just, I mean, I guess it's not often now, but you know, think of the days when you'd be like, like these things probably did impact me as a child. When you'd go grocery shopping with your parents and you'd be standing in line at like Loblaws or whatever. For me, it was Loblaws. We'd be standing in line and there wasn't social distancing going on. So everyone's just fucking jammed up against each other at the cash behind their carts. And there's all these magazines and newspapers all around you. And as a child, you're like right at that height and you're learning how to read and the whole world's coming at you. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? And you're reading all these headlines about these women, you know, trying to get skinny or the best way to orgasm and cosmopolitan and this and that. And it's like, we're these the headlines that I was reading as a child and those were affecting my fucking brain and I didn't even know it yet because I cannot even imagine the younger generation today reading this kind of shit and not feeling like they can change how they present themselves because they're gonna be told that they're selling out like I just can't I can't wrap my mind around it I really don't understand it and I as you guys know I'm very much like a why person I'm not saying I'm not asking why to um argue with you or 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 whatnot. I'm just, I like to know why in order to understand situations better. So it's given, this is something that's taking me a lot to wrap my mind around and I don't agree with it, but I'm very happy with her that she has found the strength and is ballsy enough to do something this drastic. And I think she looks absolutely gorgeous. And side note, I had no idea because she is always, or was always covered up that Billie Eilish has this massive tattoo on her leg, like going up her leg and it's gorgeous. So, I mean, that's a whole other thing too. Like, bam, baby, we're finding out new things. You learn something new every day. I said it once, I'll say it again. But yeah, that's my little, that's my little pop culture update for y'all today. I hope you learned something new. Welcome. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. That is all. Okay, but really though, with that, my friends, that will be the end of this week's episode. I hope everyone is having a fantastic week so far. As usual, it is hump day, so I hope you are grabbing a friend, a loved one, a loved pet, a person, place, or thing. I hope that you're humping them because it's hump day. So let's grab this week by the motherfucking balls. Let's make it the most positive, awesome, spectacular week that you have ever fucking had. Make sure you're drinking your water because I sure am. Actually, though, this time my hydrate finally came in and let's have a fantastic week and I will see you guys next week. And guess what? There's going to be a would you rather segment. So hold on to your hats, my friends, and get excited. Bye, guys.